Welcome everyone. This is Ronald Delsid, lead outreach worker for Project Bridge. You are tuned in to the Project Bridge podcast. Um, today we have all of our Project Bridge outreach workers here today. Uh, I want to introduce Ms. Crystal. Hey. Mr. Melvin. Hello, everybody. And Ms. Purcelli. What's up, everyone? Um, so as a community, it's important to support each other, right? So I know to, uh, we're still dealing with uh, COVID-19. You know, um, a lot of us are checking in with our loved ones. Uh, checking in on uh, their medical, mental health, making sure, you know, um, we have enough food, hygiene. Um, you know, I want to make sure that we, we, you know, you guys follow us on this podcast. You know, some of the topics that we have discussed is, is taking care of each other. Um, today, um, our actual topic is your impact on youth. So um, we want to, you know, actually kind of to the audience and, and, and also I know our, our our outreach workers have uh, answers or suggestions or themselves, but, um, you know, checking in on your influence on the youth in your community, um, whether adult or a teen yourself, what do you recognize the potential you have to positively influence the youth? Okay. I do recognize the potential I have into influence the youth because I can relate to, to relate to them. You know, um, I was once in their shoes, um, living in the same situation, some of the similar situations, um, going down some of the same path, having some of the same type of friends and doing some of the same things they're doing right now. So um, I feel what they're going to, I feel what they're going through. Yeah, I think um, for me as well, um, I relate to a lot of uh, the youth, especially the ones that we work with in Project Bridge, um, because it's kind of having those similar like life experiences. And I remember being their age and I remember, you know, being in middle school and um, I was personally like very um, heavily involved in like, like I was very, uh, I was gang affiliated basically all throughout um, most of my youth. And I was, you know, failing classes. I was not, you know, quote unquote smart. I didn't have like confidence in myself. Um, came from a low socioeconomic background, um, you know, daughter, um, youngest daughter, daughter of immigrants, um, you know, who came from Mexico. So, um, you know, that and a whole bunch of other things, I really struggled kind of like trying to figure out like my identity, where I belonged, um, a lot of the things that our youth like struggle with. Um, and sometimes, you know, I think that it's really important that, you know, when you're doing the work that you love, that you you do recognize your potential, right? Especially when you have these lived experiences, you are able to influence the youth because you've already, you know, been in their shoes, kind of how Melvin was saying, right? So when they're speaking to you or when they're speaking to me, like I think that, you know, they listen because they know that we have similar experiences versus if they're talking to somebody who doesn't understand like their background or their family background or anything like that, um, it's kind of hard to to influence them right because they'll be like well you don't know what i'm talking about you don't know what i'm going through um so having that experience i think is like really important and i think that narratives are really important i've always been big on narratives so i feel like when you can relate to the youth through your own narrative um even if your background is not necessarily all the same like you don't have the same story because everybody is different there's still things that the youth can recognize 
um, within themselves through your narrative. So I'm always a big person on sharing narratives, um, even if it even if it requires vulnerability sometimes, because sometimes it's hard to talk about like the past or your personal experiences or things that you've struggled with, that vulnerability is what actually allows them to listen and to actually take in what you're telling them. Um, and I think that's what's most impactful. And I think that that's kind of what I use is like, obviously there's other things, but I think narratives is something that I like to use um, to positively influence the youth. So I'm talking about like my story from the beginning all the way to where I am now and kind of how I've been able to, you know, become a better, whatever it is, right? And like how I'm looking to pursue different things and um, kind of how I've been able to overcome those barriers that they're currently facing right now. Yeah. I think it's interesting that uh, that you bring that up, Rosselli, because I think that, um, you know, you coming onto the team, you know, you you actually encourage us to do that a little bit more than I think we're usually comfortable with doing. Um, and I know, you know, personally working with the teens, you know, I, I, I'm transparent, but to a certain extent, right? And I think that it's important for us to um, to recognize that that our story does have an impact on them and does make us more relatable. And we were all teens at one point, right? So we all understand what they're going through. And, and I think, uh, all of us are, I, I like our team in particular because we all come from a very different background and different um, ways in life. And we've all gone through school and, and college, you know, and maybe we were, we were ones that people didn't think we were gonna go and we were gonna, we were gonna make it that far and, and here we are, right? But it doesn't, it doesn't change the, our passion and our root and what we wanna do. And I think that's that's good for the the kids and the community to hear and to understand, you know, that everybody has their own path. And yeah, it might not be the same. I, I might have little bits and pieces that relate to you, but then the day I think it I think it it helps them to to know that there's ways to overcome those struggles in life, right? There's those ways to overcome those stereotypes, there's those ways to overcome, you know, that that the single mother household or, you know. This different different barriers that that come with growing up as a teen, you know, and I think that as adults as we get older and even as young adults and even as teens in general, it's important that we're that we're connecting with with each other and 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 being there as support for the teens, especially. I like these answers. Uh, you guys, I think, hit everything on the spot. Um, you guys talk very much about sharing your stories, you know, and, and how impactful that can be. Um, you know, um, I want to say thank you for, for sharing that part. You know, I know it's not easy a lot of times. And, uh, you know, are there any other ways you guys can say that, that how you can be impactful? Like what if, you know, is there any type of suggestions or, or other ways that you guys can talk about too? I think another way to just be impactful is to um, have programming and activities that are geared towards the youth, right? Because sometimes they have, um, interests or you know I always go back to Ron I know I bug you with your art right but I think that that's something that's cool that I think the that you can you can bring in so you're sharing your talent with them right like you're sharing something that maybe they're interested in but they didn't never knew how how they can use that as a career or how they can practice this right so I think it's important to you know, to share your, your interest and your, your talents that you have, you know, whether it's, whether it's something that you work with every single day in your job, or if it's not, 
you know, and I think those are some ways to connect with the youth too, is to share those. I know for Melvin, he has his basketball, you know, like he'll go over into the gym and, you know, he'll ball up with some kids, you know, and I think that's good that, that he can go do that. And those talents and activities is, is something that's good that, uh, and a way to, uh, to bring the youth in and to connect with them on different levels. I agree, Crystal. Um, and just listening to the youth too, you know, sometimes just listen to them so they can have a voice. Sometimes the youth don't have um, anybody to talk to. So just being there for them can make a big difference at, as well. Yeah, I was really going to say what Melvin said about letting them have a voice. Um, that's a big thing. I think that sometimes we try to come up with all these things that the youth need, but the youth aren't directly telling us that they need that. And I think that it's important, like exactly what Melvin said, that's exactly, I agree as well. Like they need to have the voice in, you know, whatever it may be, if it's the programming, if it's like kind of how to, how to be there to support them, if like making sure that they have that voice and then also kind of allowing them to like take these like leadership positions um, that allow them to kind of, um, kind of share like what it is that they interested in, what it is that they need um, rather than, you know, just kind of being told what they need. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with Melvin and everybody. Yeah, I agree too. You know, I, I know um, sharing your stories and then listening, um, those are, are definitely very impactful ways. Um, Crystal did touch on a little bit. I, I do do art. Actually, when I first started, um, you know, kind of in, in um, our center, I was actually a volunteer as a, and they had me volunteering doing like art classes. And, and um, that was kind of like the, the tip of the iceberg, right? I mean, I was, I was teaching art, you know, and that was um, its own um, obstacle. But what, what really was going on, it was that I got to know some of these kids. Some knew how to draw, some didn't know how to draw, some, and once we started talking, you know, they were, they were asking about my background, I, and I started bringing up, like, graffiti and how to do lettering, and they caught their interest, because a lot of them, you know, either they like that, or, or, or they, they feel like, um, you know, they relate to it more, and then I feel like, actually, the wall started breaking down, and we can actually start talking about things going on at home, or maybe they feel a little more comfortable sharing with you, um, you know, about their, their perspectives, and, and you start realizing that a lot of these kids are really smart, you know, regardless of, of where they live or where they come from, you know, they, they have great ideas, and, and they, they, might, they might like the same music you do, or, or they might not, you know, you might listen to something different, it might be a different generation, but, you know, and deep down inside, you know, they're not bad kids, you know, they're not trying to do harm to anyone, they just like I want to say what Priscilla and Melvin say, they want to be heard, you know, but I think it takes um, maybe a little bit, just getting to know them a little bit more than the average person, just to kind of listen and for them to break down those walls and, and yeah. And I think something else that's really important is that there isn't a right way to do it, right? I think that sometimes people get too stuck on on trying to connect in the right way. Well, how am I supposed to do this? And, you know, and like having a, an outline and a guideline and, you know, and I think at the end of the day, there's there's no right way. I think at the end of the day, as long as you're being, you're being real, you're being honest, you're being, you're really, you really care about them, about those youth, that's what's going to make, make the biggest impact, right? So no matter which angle you come at it from, just having that passion and wanting to be there, listening, getting to know them, sharing your talents with them, like whatever angle it is that you come at with them, I don't think it has anything to do with a guideline of like, this is the right and wrong way to do it as much as it comes down to you just wanting to be there is what's going to be the most impact on them. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, we've all kind of shared a lot about how we can positive influence the youth, right? And I think that um, it's also just as, you know, just how we can positively influence the youth, um, us as adults can also have a negative impact on, on youth if we're not understanding and if we're not open and if we're not open to seeing, you know, diverse backgrounds. And I think that something that I know the team wanted to also talk about was like, um, you know, like labeling and like the stereotypes that, you know, we often are often associated with the youth. And I think that, you know, just an adult working um, with youth kind of has to be open-minded. Um, so like, I know that, you know, the, you know, like one simple label, right? Like the bad versus good youth, I think is something that we need to like completely dismantle because when you put youth into like a binary like that and like you label them, you know, like, oh, well, this is a bad youth um, type of thing, like that youth, they take in that label, right? So they believe what they're being told. So they literally will be like, oh, well, this person thinks I'm a bad person, so I'm gonna be a bad person, right? So I think that just like how we can positively influence the youth, um, there's also ways that we can negatively influence them. And that's why we need to be very careful when we are working with youth or even just around youth to make sure that it's only positive influences that we're showing them and that we're making sure that we're, you know, aware of like cultural diversity and like um, backgrounds that may not be similar to, to yours or whatever it may be, but just being understanding um, and making sure, you know, we're not labeling the kids even as a joke because, you know, their youth and they don't fully understand and they will take those labels and they will like become those labels right yeah i think you oh sorry i think you've definitely transitioned into um into another area that we wanted to talk about and um i think it is important because as you're saying you know as a as a as it's normal for kids kids will be what you say they are right and i think that that's something that that i take uh i think is really important to know um, and that way we can, the way that we're approaching them and we're talking to them and, and we're interacting with them is important, you know, and, and I know for, for in particular working in parks and recreation, working within community centers, we get different kids that walk in every single day, right? And some of the kids fit that stereotype of, oh, you know, well, this is, this kid is dressed like that. So this means that, right? But at the end of the day, we're here to build up our communities. So therefore it shouldn't be shut down and and you know what kids are going to be knuckleheads like let's be real and again we were all there at one point you know so i think we all need to just step back a little bit be a little bit more compassionate and understand that these kids are going through things they're in that awkward stage where they're not adults yet right they don't have full control over their life but they're not kids anymore they understand more than oh well it's not all you know flowers and daisies every single day you know like they're in that in between spot so these are those these are those times that I think it's most important to um, to take a moment just to get to know that kid. Don't judge them just because of their their hair or their clothing or the music that they're listening to or whatever it is. Because if you look back at your teenagers, I'm sure there were people who were looking at you the same way, you know. But again, it took somebody coming by and saying, or not 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 judging you for that, but instead looking at that and maybe encouraging you in a different way or or um, or, you know, you having that one person that you could depend on and you never know, you can be that one person that this, this youth can depend on, that this, youth, that this youth is treated different by you who looks different than them, right? So, okay, so let's work together. Like you're already building that up in them and you're changing their perspective on things. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I also want to add to that too. 
sometimes, you know, we get, well, I, personally, I, I feel like I might get caught up with wanting this kid to just get it right I'm, I'm, every day or every time I see this kid, show them respect and doing, doing my, my whole checklist in my head, like, all right, you know, but, and, but in reality, you know, I know for me personally, it, it might not have happened overnight, you know, there might've been some things, uh, some seeds planted um, throughout those conversations or, or maybe through those gestures, you know, I remember my flag football coach picking us up every day and dropping us off, feeding us and while my parents were, were gone all day, you know, um, and, and, and those were like things that I, I remember now as an adult, you know, 34 years old, thinking back and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that that's what what it took, you know, like at the moment, I, I might have just thought maybe this guy is pretty cool and he's real nice. He feeds me. But, in, you know, later down the line, I think um, looking back a, a while, I mean, why I'm here, you know, that's that's probably one of the the biggest impacts that, that I've had, just a simple gesture uh, of that. Yeah, I totally agree, Ron, because um, I made just so many mistakes growing up, you know what I mean? And um, I just remember my dad and my coaches always tell me, we all make mistakes, we just have to, you know, learn from mistakes. Um, don't make the same mistakes over and over and over, because and, as, as adults, we still make mistakes. So at the end of the day, you just got to keep uh, moving forward and um, continue just to, to strive. Yeah, I think that's funny, too, that you bring that up, Ron, because I think that we have these high expectations for the kids to just get it the first time. But, I mean, let's be real. Like, if you look in your day-to-day -day life and see adults, there are some adults who still don't get it, right? And, we, and we're not giving, we're not pushing them that way. Or, you know, these are youth that, that are still uh, personable, right? Like, they, they still have that potential to, to be influenced. So, I think being uh, compassionate to that and understanding and and looking at them as a child and not and not just a child, but understanding that they're even more than just a child, right? Because they're they're older than that. They're they're teenagers. So so their mental capacity is a little bit further than a child. So you can talk to them and give them a little bit more um, understanding and and that realness sharing that that background so that you can encourage them, you know, to do different in their life. Yeah, I think we, we this is a great topic. You know, I, I would love to continue this, you know, even question, anyone listening, question yourself, right? How you might um, look at some of these kids that, that are maybe struggling, or you might not even know they're struggling, um, you know, just as if you were to look at your neighbor and just a simple gesture, right? That can help, uh, especially during these times, you know, and when, the, when we go back, when things go, when we come out of this COVID-19, you know, just moving forward, I think um, something to think about is keep, keeping on continuing this compassion and this, this, this loving network. Um, I'm gonna just kind of close it up if you guys don't mind, because uh, I know we have like less than a minute here with the Zoom. But um, I thank you guys for sharing your input and um, really appreciate our team and everything you guys done um, and the way you guys work with our youth. You know, you guys are very unique and uh, very glad to be a part of this team. Speaking about our team and teens, next week we will be uh, speaking with uh, some of our teens here on our podcast. So. Please make sure you, you guys listen in um, every Tuesday, uploaded on our link for this podcast. So any last words, guys? Have a nice day, everybody. Bye. PB out. <laughs>